Hello and welcome to another exciting episode with of Tea Time with Charlie, <laughs> me. <laughs> and me, Megan. And this week we have a special guest joining us, Kirsty. Hi. Hi. I didn't just mess up that intro whatsoever, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, we'll let you off. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh. What are you so, drinking, Kirsty? Red Bull. Nice. Not quite a bit. <laughs> What yeah, about you, yeah, Charlie? I'm drinking lemonade because I have to stay on brand and because I couldn't be bothered to have anything else. But oh, what are you no. drinking, Megan? I'm staying on brand as well. It's cherry coke. Mm, cherry coke. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we ought to start switching it up so that it doesn't get so like the same. If Does you... anyone actually drink tea? Like tea time with Charlie and Megan, and no one drinks tea. We've neither we've, of us have had, had tea, tea yet. I don't think. We've had tea clip when it was a Christmas episode. Listeners, uh, go and listen to that episode. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> At Christmas, we had tea, had actual tea, but that was because it was cold and we were both in the mood to talk about Christmas. So, fair. Yeah. But today, Maybe we should bring teas into this. I'm just probably saying. Probably should. If Twinings <laughs> or Yorkshire Tea want to sponsor us, please do. We will drink every tea cup, tea bag ever. Um, every, every tea bag ever. We are talking about something very, very close and dear to all of our hearts, mostly. I like to think it's close and dear to most of us. That we're we're going to help and provide advice and chat crap about going to uni, what to expect, some top tips from people who have survived and come out. Have we? Have we? Been chewed I mean, out I, by the community. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd have survived if we'd have known these things. They're just yes. things that aren't generally known. And if we ha- didn't have to discover these things on our own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's very <laughs> true. But uh, um, where should we get started? I mean... What did I put down? I put down uh, budgeting would have been nice to know about. <laughs> yep, budgeting. But also in that, I put down materials because we'd had a bit of discussion over Messenger about materials and what they give you a list at the start of university, especially for like fine art courses of mm-hmm. things they recommend you should have. And a lot of people would just like get the entire list and then you get to uni and you don't need a lot of it. Or if you didn't buy things like charcoal and you ended up in life drawing, you just had like, had to borrow off somebody else's and it was a complete shit show. <laughs> yeah. oh. No, I agree to... there. We I... got the um what was it? There was a list that was sent in an email a couple of weeks before we started. And yeah. I'm not a painter at all. Like <laughs> I just I I can but I don't. Yeah. And um, yeah. it was titanium blue no white titanium white cerulean whatever that is all of these (laughs) really specific shades of paints and they were like you need it you have to have it and I was like Christ so I went and I got it and I've still got them unopened in my (laughs) studio to this day in a cupboard and I walk past them when I go in there and I look and I go oh that's uh nearly seven years old and it's just still there. It probably isn't even. Yep. Just go out of date. I don't even know. 
<laughs> I think it might separate, but you can usually shape that back in. But mm. it's, it was things like, I think they should have recommended glue dots because the amount of people that had to race to the shop to get glue dots for assessments and things, because yeah. that, that wasn't in the list. That no, was just masking tape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was someone, I can't remember who it was now, in our, um, do you remember the drawing unit we had in first year? And yeah. then someone using, you know, when you like roll the sellotape round to stick it to itself, oh, to stick no. it up. Yep. Yep. And it was so funny. Because we were, <laughs> that was when we were still in um, the art factory and yeah. Mill Studio oh. in the really old building. And you could just see it trying to support oh, like, like an A1 sheet of foam board. Yeah. And it would just slowly but surely just move down the wall, sliding <laughs> off. <laughs> it was sellotape. Oh no, that's what's so funny when you get through university, like in first year, everybody has these like rookie mistakes where they stick up things with the most random things they can find because you've like spent all your money. So you've got very little to stick your work up onto the wall. And then you get to third year where people, some people have figured it out. And then you see like the couple of students that are still using like masking tape to stick their work up. Yeah. <laughs> that funny. is a choice. Fab- Fabriano paper up on the wall with a hammer and nail. That's funny. Yeah. Oh no! Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah. You might have teachers that lost their minds over. Yeah. God, Ed and his rolls of Fabriano. In the end, he was like just giving it away. Like, please take it. Just, yeah. I don't want to look yeah. at it ever again. Take it away. <laughs> take it away. Oh. That stuff was expensive though. Remember when yeah. they wanted us to buy like massive sheets of paper? I don't know if they did it for when you started, Kirsty, but like, it it was a lot of money for. Yeah, a piece of paper had... that really was really hard to fit in the recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to pay for it and then throw it away. That was not the point. The point was to scrounge what you could to get everything for free. And then if you threw it away at the end, it didn't really matter anymore, did it? Yeah. But... I think that was like a seven pound binning adventure I wasn't ready for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You... So one one thing that with like going to uni. Like the one thing, the one thing that I think I that I regret not doing is actually going to see the uni before I applied. Did you not? Yeah. No, I I'd heard I'd heard of the uni, applied for it, got my place. I deferred. <laughs> oh, no. I deferred because I was like, oh, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go yet financially, and oh. I'd written off going to uni because I my first choice. They were like, haha, you think you got a chance getting in here? Fuck you. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I've got no chance of getting into De Montford because I, I had, obviously, the points were quite high for UCAS. And I was like, yeah, I had like yeah. 160 UCAS points. So I was like, yeah, I've got no chance of going. And found out on the day results came out and I was like, oh, shit, I got into De Montford. Shit, I've not actually <laughs> seen, the, seen the bloody place. So, oh, no. And so that October, like, obviously, but. I had a place, deferred it, and I was like, oh, I'm, I probably should go see where I'm studying, shouldn't I? It might be a good idea. Yep. <laughs> so, like, yeah, kids, go and see your uni and make sure you you like it. Of course, it was brilliant for us because we were having a new building built. So it was like, yeah, hallelujah. But also yeah, it cause... changed in that time, didn't it? Because when you first got there, the old building was still half there yeah. and the new yeah. building was still... <laughs> yeah, because I met Charlie on our interview day so I I went that year and Charlie obviously deferred and you yeah. two both started the next year and that first year we still had use of Mill Studios the art factory and the old 
I can't even remember the name of it now, where the wood and the engineering and all of that was, which they then knocked down to make our new um, art tower. I think they made mistakes, though, because with the old workshops, there was like two, was there three different wood workshops? So you could get into like different ones. It was great. And then then it became one. Yeah, that was an open space. I can't yeah. remember the name of it now. It's been so bloody long, but it was that long building yeah. down the bottom. And it yeah, did. I can't remember like, it. Two, two woodwork rooms, engineering was separate, um, as yeah. was plastics and all things like that. But now you've got wood and then you've got plastics and engineering in the middle, and then you've got metal on the end. So yeah. you, you all have to cram in. But, you know. It's a very nice building, and that geezer gave us some money. So, yeah. oh yeah, they were like free materials. We <laughs> have a check for one hundred and fifty pounds, and we were like, right, drinks on us tonight, lads. Oh gosh, yeah. I love when they were like, you're supposed to spend it on things for the university. Don't go spending it on this, that, and the other. And loads of people had come back from New York and were like, well, I just spent all my money in new york and now i'm gonna spend your check on mcdonald's (laughs) i spent mine that that final one we got i spent mine on a train ticket home and it was bliss yeah Yeah. it's i think it surprises me that like all those tiny little things like actually really helped like i'd hate to imagine what what it would have been like like obviously we were I know I was no good at budgeting. I lived there at like at the uni in halls for two years. Yeah. And then commuted. I was good at better at budgeting in my third year. I think purely because I had to budget, not because like, you know, I'd prepared for it and I'd become a big adult and was like, oh yes, I know how much my, you know, my new underwear costs every week. Whatever. No. I wish. But do you know what though? I do think so. Um, first year, it's kind of the first time you're away from your from home. You're having yeah. fun. Yeah. I know I drank more in that first year than ever. Yeah, you know you are yeah. just having a great time. You're not really caring about budgeting or anything like that. Yeah. You're just enjoying. Yeah. It doesn't count. So. <laughs> Yeah. That was so horrible. You get all the way to the end and they're like, yeah, so you passed it so you can do the next year. And you're like, what? And they're like, yeah, none of the points count. And you're like, oh, I stress for what? my best work then. Yep. <laughs> Same. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. I, said, see, I remember D- uh, DMU, it was the year before, yeah, or your first, one, first two or three years before Kirsty joined that... Mm she that they used to have the first term was very much like you have this first term to show what you can do and if by the first term you're you didn't pass that was it you were like off the course and you had yeah. and they recommended you to find somewhere else and it's like I was coming in expecting that like oh my god I'm gonna work so hard I'm gonna do this that and the other and then they were like yeah everybody passes yeah what? you're, tell- like, you're telling me that you're telling me that this guy who, or person, I won't say, I'm not saying it specifically a guy, but this person who has attended like what, twice all year, also gets the same grade as me who has attended every day, every lecture, is in till like 7pm at night, volunteers for extra shit, and I get the same grade as them. 
uh, no, mm. not happy with this. Bye. But in the, <laughs> it, in the it end, was a no. bit unfair, yeah. wasn't it? But hey, do you know? I started my first year, and there was, I think there was, we had quite small classes, didn't we? But I think there was something like seventy-five people. Yeah. And we ended third year on fifty, maybe. 40 something oh okay more of yours made it through than us <laughs> yeah we actually had quite a good yeah and yeah so many nice. people that first few weeks they were like this ain't for me see ya yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made it through freshers and then they were like dis- they disappeared off the planet and we were like okay bye yeah <laughs> first first year we had about 70 people uh third uh, second year we had we went down to 53 and then in third year we had just over 40. Yeah. We yours were, was quite small. Yeah, ours was quite small, which was grateful because yeah. it means we had more space. But but also it was good because when they started having like hundreds of students, yeah. we our studios were quite open and free still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was a year below you, and I'm sure there was like a hundred and something. Hundred and fifty. Where are they going? Like we didn't have the space. Yeah. Let yeah. alone a hundred, double our class size. Where are you going? Yeah. It was insane, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So top tip for you, for people who are coming, make sure, well, one thing that I, I think that I would re- recommend doing is trying to find out who else is on your course because that might make it a bit easier when starting. But also mm-hmm. it gives you a general idea as to whether you're going to get a studio space or not. Because then... I mean, they'll get a studio space. It just depends on the size. But I think mm-hmm. like... Silly things like making sure you have locks for your boxes in the studio because people are thieving shit and will take yeah, anything they like. I lost yeah. my paintbrushes in first year. I, okay, I can't blame anybody for second and third year because that was me. But first year, <laughs> they were gone. I have no idea where they went. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with the creative subjects when we've got that kind of 24-hour access to the studios. Everyone's going in at different times. If you leave anything out, on your desks or your box is open and you, you know you just you just risk it because the amount yeah. of bloody scissors that I lost and sta- yeah. Stanley blades are not oh cheap <laughs> and they would just disappear so I ended up carrying them around with me which was not a good idea no, because no, you know it could, be, it could be deemed a lethal weapon lads so <laughs> oh, oh, it's just it ridiculous I, just, well, I never kept anything in the studio because even even oh, like no. materials would disappear and I'd be like for god's sake yeah, yeah. it see, was pretty painful see if a funny story obviously me and Megan knows what I'm gonna say that in for and Cassie do you remember my glass sculpture I had in in my second year <laughs> yeah <laughs> so basically for our listeners as part of my project I was looking for a particularly phallic looking object <laughs> to kind of not glorify but kind of turn into a piece of work to experiment with sculpture performance art all that kind of stuff and we went to, and and we went into Ann Summers and I got the thing I needed it was a glass Mm-mm. I won't say the actual <laughs> word, but it was for a glass sculpture I call it a sculpture because I thought it was it was I thought it was quite nice yeah and um I turned it into like a whole performance piece recorded it like doing things to it not sexual things but like pouring like glue and glitter over it and just t- making it a mess. And I was like, oh, okay, bro, I can use this for another, I can use this for another project. So I clean it off 
and I leave it in the box on the desk, on my desk, ready to do another project with it. Come in, and I think, I remember, wasn't it like a holidays, like an Easter holiday or something? I remember yeah, we saw, yeah. Yeah, like we were gone for like a week. I didn't go into uni that week. And I come back and the box is still there on my desk, all unsealed, but in the actual thing inside is gone. The actual thing, yeah. like the actual glass thing is gone. The box is there. And we looked everywhere. We did look everywhere. And um, yeah, so be careful guys, oh. even glass dildos go missing. Don't leave them in the studios, guys. Just don't do it. I just can't believe somebody... T- you know what? Of all the things I've seen stolen in an art studio, that's the one thing I didn't think people would have the guts to be, like, taking it. Yeah. Well, Thanks. I hope that whoever used it or stole it, they cleaned it first because I had all kinds of shit on there. That was probably oh, the yeast infection afterwards. Oh, I mean, we... Darling. We... <laughs> We looked uh, on like all the light fittings and up everywhere for it, and couldn't find it. We looked in. We looked in rooms that we weren't even in. We looked inside bins. We looked in boxes, in literally everywhere. Couldn't find it anywhere. So I do have suspicions as to I think who took it. I'm not going to say names because they don't deserve it. But yeah, there was a couple of people we were a bit like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, lock your shit up, guys. It's you know yeah, that, you pay money for it. Isn't that like the same sort of advice for people that first move out of home and live in places with other people? Isn't that like the first danger of having unknown housemates that just steal all of your stuff? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'm mm-hmm. so glad I didn't do that, but I do feel a little sad that I didn't do the whole moving out experience. Don't do it. Do you think you missed out though, or do you think that you're glad? that you didn't have to go through the experience of living with strangers, having to pay rent, pay bills. Oh, <laughs> I am a little glad that I didn't have to deal with, like from what Charlie and you have been saying, I'm so glad I didn't deal with any of that. <laughs> but it's I'm, a different experience, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know I'm what, great. though? I had a really... I really enjoyed where I lived. Um, I lived in Vicky Halls. I don't think it's called that now. I think it was taken over by Union. But yeah. I oh, yeah, had Victoria a really... Court now, I think. Oh, okay. So it's had like four names in the last five years. But that's where I lived in first year. And I I remember going um, for an open day before after I'd applied, but before I was accepted. And um, I was looking at all the different places that they had, like accommodation-wise. And I thought, yeah, I'll live in Halls first year meet people that like aren't on my course and do you know what I mean have that kind of experience yeah I I chose Vicky Halls on the pure base understanding that it was gated there was 24-hour security and the manager who was always there every day was a was a little diamond so you kind of felt do you know what I mean though you felt comfortable yeah because I went to a few, I think I went, I went to Liberty and I thought, nope. And I went to Newark and I thought, nope, that's mm-hmm. nope. Do you know what I mean? But I think yeah. you really have to put into consideration where you're going to live because you actually have to live there for at least yeah. yeah. And you yeah. actually have to, yeah. you know, pay the rent whether you're there or not. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Oh, so I think that's a really important thing to consider. 
where you're living. Yeah. So many of my friends, they did first year in um, halls with people. They had like six to eight flatmates. I only had three others. So it was quite nice because it was quite small. Um, yeah. It wasn't like you weren't fighting for the kitchen. We all had on suites, which was quite nice. You know, your gal paid extra for the bougie lifestyle, but yeah. we all had our nice. own suites. So there was no kind of like fighting for that. But um, so many people that I know then in like second and third year were like, I'm going to go live in a studio. So they lived in like Code and uh, I can't remember the names of the other ones now, but they went and they were like, yeah, I'm just going to live on my own. Yeah. <laughs> I it, can't blame them. <laughs> yeah. No. See, like in my in, for first year, I lived in Newark, Newark Point, and I had four other flatmates. I, on one side, I had someone who played really loud music like 4am. And then the next, on the other side, I had someone who was constantly smoking weed, like in and would do it in his bathroom. And obviously, me and him shared a bathroom vent. So mm-hmm. there's me, like, I could, I could be like, you know, doing my business or whatever, and getting hotboxed by, you know, my flatmate who was smoking weed in his bathroom. <laughs> so at the same time, you know, I'm glad I had that experience. Like I'm glad Are I had sure? the of mo- well, not so much the being hotboxed, but like the whole moving out process and li- coming to terms with actually living on my own, because that means that when when I moved in second year, I moved into a studios into into I moved yeah. was well yeah I lived in the studios pretty much every day anyway, but into a studio flat and it, I tell you it was the best decision I ever made, like yeah like. I could cook whenever I wanted. I could stay up as late as I wanted and not ha- worry about disturbing my other flatmates by walking down mm. the corridor and opening my really loud, creaky door to slam it shut, you know. Did you have them fire doors that would make a really loud crash for yeah. no reason? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that that's part of the experience. <laughs> oh, no. I just remember Charlie always used to come into the studios like... I'm tired and last night I was really hungry because I got hot dogs. Yeah, literally, I've, I'm, I've, ne- I've never smoked weed in my life, but I might as well have done because the amount I breathed in in first year was unreal. Like, oh, and another thing, people who are listening, be prepared if you do move into halls, be prepared to be woken up by your neighbours having really loud sex because oh, <laughs> it, it happens, whether they're <laughs> above you, below you or next to you. It will happen and just be prepared. Maybe turn on some jazzy music for them to turn them off. But Earplug. go for a jog. Earplug or... Go for a jog for two minutes. Yeah. Or I think in my go case, on. I used to play um pornography quite loudly to touch to like you know to really you like put them off. But I would have just got Jack round, you know? Yeah. At the same time at the same time at the same time you know just be prepared to hear noises and be woken up at random times for fire alarms sex somebody burning toast in the kitchen or somebody who doesn't know how to use the microwave burning a spoon you know oh my god for the love of christ if you are going to move into halls or a house or a flat or whatever away from your parents learn to cook a few basic meals so that you can feed yourself and get earplugs get earplugs (laughs) that's my advice that is my advice for for moving into university halls or learn to like mimic and mock them 
you just imagine yeah. them like hearing like echoes through the other side of the wall like making sex noise and you're on the other side going oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. God. oh yeah. yeah yeah you no. two have got the shoes <laughs> <laughs> No. but at the same oh, time yeah, really... we do. No. <laughs> at the same time if you can't beat them join them you know <laughs> don't join them no but don't join them <laughs> don't join them and everyone please if you are listening get a sexual health screening test if you are going to sleep oh my god around, i was gonna I swear <laughs> dearie me because... there's so many students that don't do that yeah, they were tell... given out they were giving out like i think it was chlamydia swabs yeah. As you'd enter the SU, they just hand you an envelope, like, take this home, read the instructions. And I'd be yeah. like, I'm just coming to get a coffee and a subway, huh? Like, yeah. I'm all right. I'm I'm a third year. I'm also 25 years old. Like, I think I know. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I think I know what I'm doing. Thanks. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. They just like slip slip a condom under your coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, they gave them away at Freshers Fair. We got yeah. a lot of free pens which came in useful we got yeah. a load of free um usb drives condoms and toilet roll yep oh oh you know what in the pandemic we'd like them if they handed out toilet yeah. roll yeah. So that's what they were handing out toilet roll and condoms yeah wow dearie me it's... i think all i got was to- like condoms and pizza when i first arrived yeah <laughs> oh condoms, yeah did you get pizza yeah, condoms, pizza, and two for one at Subway. That was literally and free pens. Yeah, I think I was late I to the party. I didn't up. get any free pens. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've still got pens now that are in my studio, and I'm like, <laughs> precious pen. Yeah, what yeah. time to be alive? Honestly, oh, no. but you just pick up everything because you're like excited to have free stuff, and then you get home and you've got like lanyards and weird business cards, and you're like, did, did I really need I like? Do you know what I mean? Did I need an invitation to the Cocktail Society? No. But no. here I am. Do you remember the free cups they gave out? That, I don't think that was during Freshers, was it? There was like a couple of weeks where they handed out free cups and you could get a free tea or something. Oh, that was with the um, oh, dining yeah. hall. Like reusable cups yeah. reduced on waste by yeah. having a plastic, a, a paper cup that only lasts once. Yep. So, you know, reduce on waste, <laughs> but you reuse the cup again if you really want to. It won't last very long, so it'll be used for paint water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, what what other <laughs> advice could we give to new starters? Just uh, don't get the blue paint. Don't get the don't blue paint. <laughs> it stains. Uh, Just leave us be. Yeah. Yes. Leave us be. Yes. That's. I think that's one thing that a lot of people seem to not realise that. You know we. As students, we don't want to be bothered all the time. Mm. Like, and you no. won't want to be bothered all the time. Like, you know. No. But one thing I will say is take some time for yourself as a student. Because I think self-care yeah. is very important. Self-care is very important. It's so easy to I think yeah. I think, especially as creative students, you know, you do get stuck in a loop of, oh, I'm working towards my next deadline. How can I make this work better? How can I make this work better? How can I make this work better? And you don't realise that you're actually working yourself into the ground and you're not having that separation. So Yeah, and I think when you're not around your regular people, yeah, as well, that that they they would notice, whereas you're surrounded by people that are also doing the same thing. So everyone thinks it's normal. So you're all just burning on empty. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know what I'm I've just put two quotes together there. You're running on empty, burning the candle at both ends. Um, (laughs) but do you know what I mean so it's very difficult to kind of take a step back and go I need to chill out yeah Yeah. take a moment because you won't make it through the amount of people that had like quarter life crisis and then dropped out and are now working for Foot Locker and you're just like oh my god like if you just took a moment and university is not for everyone it's not I didn't me to be fair I literally was halfway through second year, like, I'm going to drop out now. I didn't, obviously. But do you know what I mean? I think it's so important to, it's such an overwhelming time, especially when you're living away from your family, your friends, your partners, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to figure out a new city, new people. You're, you know, you're trying to do what you love. Yeah. as well yeah. and also figuring out the course as well because you're trying to follow the guidelines and get stress on yeah. that paperwork yeah. as well yeah. and you like yeah. say anyone can say what they want but they go to university because they want that first class degree they want that top education yeah so yeah you want to figure out how to be the best at what you do exactly so just take a oh, minute exactly. sit back and just take a minute yeah because it's a really yeah. really overwhelming time yeah and the smallest thing can yeah. tip the edge yeah and even if it's just <laughs> oh i'm not gonna on a on a friday you finish an hour earlier than you would normally and instead of you going home and like going back to your halls or your your home if you're you know if you're lucky enough to commute or whatever you know go home and actually have that yeah. separation i think a lot the only problem with halls is you know people they do their they do work at uni and then they go home and then they go, and then they continue working there's no separation from here's where mm. I here's where I study here's where I sleep and relax and I think that's so important to try and differentiate that it was all well and good for us at, at, like at uni like in the studios because we were we kind of made those pla- those places our home we certainly did. We did, yeah. Oh no, Megan's gone. She'll be back. Hey, where did Megan go? <laughs> she disappeared. But it's like it's it's so easy to just forget that you need space and you need time. Mm-hmm. No, I agree there. Are you right, and Megan? You're right. Well, you're well, in- thanks we for had joining. a big wind and then the Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with this weather i know megan demonstrated what it what it means to separate work and home life she was like i'm out and just i was like just go dip (laughs) (laughs) no i couldn't believe that (laughs) it but it's it's so important to to get that separation get that make that space i was saying megan it was it's so it was easier for us as creative people who had a studio space because we yeah. made that that space our home as well as the oh, place yeah. we worked in so it was kind oh yeah of, we made it like a whole cinema time like bringing our food in and just chilling out in there yeah and i know other courses might not have that ability to have those spaces but even then like wherever you live in try and make that space your relaxation space and keep the uni work at uni 
because like Kirsty said, so many people were after like week six of the first term were like, I've got an assessment coming up. Oh my God, I'm going to be, crit I've got a critique. I've got a massive essay due. I've got this, I've got that. And I've got all these things going on all at once. I've got to make sure I've got enough money for the end of the month. My rent's due at the end of the week. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it would just break down. They would literally, yeah, one thing that uni does not prepare you for is being an adult whatsoever. It dresses it up as in, oh, you're going to be independent, but you're going to be independent with depression. You're going to be in depression, in independent with... Depression. But quite literally, you 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 will become depressed at some point. It's I think it's just yeah. inevitable. It's if you're inevitable. Then you've got some sort of mental health disorder. Yeah, not not saying oh. getting depression is a bad thing, but there yes. are things out there. It's perfectly natural to for your mental health to take a dip. Yeah, it's perfectly. Absolutely. It's perfectly acceptable to admit that you need help at some at certain place at certain times yeah and it's definitely 100% okay to ask for the help yeah and yeah. I think that's one thing De Montford is really good at is letting you know what services are there all the time and they've got so much De Montford is such a good university for mental health yeah just physical health like just they're they're so on it with you've got a problem there there's a solution at de montfort do you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah. It gets a bad rep but they are so good oh, really yeah so many different services you can access yeah. to help in any way financial physical mental yeah emotional like so i think many. it's i think de montfort is the only uni i've heard of that if you're struggling to pay a bill you apply for for like you literally like, you can apply for like like an extra 100 to 200 pounds and they will give it to you yeah and mm -hmm. then like here's that you can you can you can either apply for it as a grant or as a loan and it gets added to your tuition fee or something along those lines but you don't ever have to like they're, they're like yeah use this service that's what we're here for and yeah. you know even after even at clubs like once club when, when clubs were open they would have ambassadors outside the club making sure people got into in cabs on the way mm -hmm. home to be safe they were making sure oh okay if a person is on their own they'd make they'd make sure another person who is familiar with them would get would be together with them so they're not walking home yeah alone. they would you know they, they i think they're the only uni i know that has a proper pride parade like a mm -hmm. proper parade yeah. where literally like go through the campus there's there's like confetti and they're celebrating stuff and there's events going on obviously i'm saying that yeah. there's probably unis out there like you know there's probably i'll probably we'll probably get messages after this saying yo the fuck our uni does like we have like drag queens perform and you know, <laughs> oh that would be everything <laughs> I wish. But, yeah the uni yeah. does get a bad rep but it has so many services and if you need them listeners go and find them because they are most unis do have a good mental health and physical health like signposting areas for you to go and get yeah. extra help but don't be afraid to ask for it and it's perfectly acceptable to ask for it you won't be stigmatized because you've asked for it they know it's stressful they know it's a hard time and trust me yeah. they're probably really nice people too oh my god what's that megan's just playing piano in the background <laughs> She was giving us a <laughs> You're a classical pianist. <laughs>
Christ. I swear, like everything is trying to fight me on this podcast today. The wind, people oh. shouting. The so, another thing that I think is really important while you're at uni is to have a hobby. Yeah. Like have something, something. that's separate from uni, whether yeah. it, be, it be you go out drinking on a Friday night with your friends or you mm. go to the cinema or you go and stalk the guys in Forbidden Planet because they have they haven't got a pop final figure in that you've been waiting for for months you know That's find weird. something to do <laughs> it's not like uni work yeah yeah, yeah well, definitely. it's definitely the way to go with it but also to not take advice too seriously like tutors yeah. will give you advice and people take it too to heart like you should take some of the advice but not use it as like a personal attack against your work yeah at the end of the day they although they are there to help you they are just your tutor that is it they're not you know that they're just another opinion yeah and you know I think in Kirsty's interview she I remember Kirsty you were saying that one of the tutors literally shat on your work and you were like no actually I'm not going to listen to you I'm going to prove you wrong Mm. yeah and look at you you won the christopherson so you know they they, you know don't take advice too seriously unless it's serious advice like if it's about something to do with your mental health or physical health or something like that maybe take it a bit more seriously but if they if if someone says oh you should change your painting so it has a more of a blue hue to say ha 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 i like your opinion thank you fuck you i'm doing it how i want to But yeah, he's vicious fair. today, isn't he? Am. I'm on a I'm on a roll. <laughs> She's sassy. I'm if you use that blue, blue hue, make sure it's not the one from Wilco because it will dye your hands. It will. <laughs> yep. I'm oh, still God. butthurt about that. <laughs> I, th- I think I remember sending it was in first year. I think I remember sending you pic- uh, you making pictures on Instagram of literally yep. me working with this blue paint, and it looks like I'd I'd fisted a Smurf. Literally, it looks like I fisted a Smurf. <laughs> I remember that. I, I had blue paint all down my hand, all round my wrist. And I was just yeah. like, oh. It was like that for like for two days. weeks. Literally yeah. two weeks. <laughs> what if you could use on your hair? What would happen? It probably would dye it too. <laughs> I reckon it would. Yeah. It's, unfortunately, it's not It's an occupational hazard, is it? isn't it, when you're an artist or a creative? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I had pens coming, like sticking out of my hair. I had I mean I had blue hair in first year so I was already there but I just I was covered in paint all the time yeah nothing safe no and like just just my clothes were just ruined yeah covered in paint covered in all sorts mud like and dirt from the workshop somehow I'd go home take my hair out of my messy bun and like wood shavings would fall out and I'd be like for Christ's sake Oh yeah. no! <laughs> After spending an hour with Techno Man, cutting up bits of bloody wood. Yeah, just be just be prepared, listeners. That if you do do a creative course, you will don't have anything precious ever, no. because it will get ruined or it will get. Unless you have, like, an aversion to cleaning, yeah, you you just kiss goodbye to it. Just you know, literally, don't wear anything designer into the studios because it will not remain the same. Do not wear brand <laughs> white trainers into the studio because they will be coming out black. They will be. <laughs> I can promise you, just from the filthy floors alone. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, especially on the life drawing floor with all the charcoal that's across oh the floor. You, if you sit down on that, you are just—it's the end. Same yeah. over. I always used to rock. I mean, I wear black anyway, but used to have to rock up to life drawing in fully dark clothing because you just knew the dust from the charcoal alone. You'd come out. <laughs> yeah. Your clothes would just be ridiculous, and it just wouldn't come out for some reason in yeah. the wash. You no. could wash. You could wash your jumper thirty times, and it would still be. You'd dusty charcoal black it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. did I'm, I'm trying to remember did i know i didn't join any any societies while i was at uni i know mate well, you didn't either did you megan no i was part no. of the anti-social society, anti-social society. <laughs> well you weren't part of any kirsty um i went to a few so wednesdays was social social night. day wasn't it um i'm not a massive partier <laughs> she says no I don't like clubs and things I'd rather sit in the pub so um I'd go we went with women's rugby a few times that was really fun mm. um the cocktail society now they were fun yeah. um but I didn't actually join any I just kind of tagged along on a Wednesday because um, yeah. I had friends in different ones so I had friends in some of the sports ones mm. um so I'd go and I'd sit in the pubs with them and then they'd go, right, we're going to Mosh. And I was like, I'm off. I am not going in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, mosh. no. Oh, I lived, because where, where Vicky Halls was, it was the one right on the edge of the town. So you yeah. could cross yeah. the road over that, like, dual carriageway. Um, and Mosh was on the corner there. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be walking through the courtyard to get to my flat at, like, 11 o'clock after having been in the library all bloody day. And you could just hear Mosh, and I'd be like, "I'm so glad I'm not there right now." Yeah. <laughs> like it was supposed to be the like the alternative club where you could go and you could have you had the metal floor, you had like the pop punk floor, and then you had your your indie floor. But then it just became really mainstream. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody was weirdest. going there. I mean, it was a good night out. Halloween was good there, to be fair. Yeah. But as someone who doesn't enjoy clubs, it was my idea of hell. Yeah, but I think I think you know I don't think I missed out on my uni experience because I ha- didn't do any societies. No, I don't think I don't think the only thing it they're good like they're good for is you you meet people that are like you if you're interested in a specific thing. Yeah. So you know if if you're a rugby player, obviously they're all rugby players. If you're yeah into i mean there was like computer science there was all sorts of societies i think there was a dungeons and dragons society and all sorts so there was definitely there was a harry potter one um oh wow i know there was quite a few anime ones wasn't there like for yeah anime and your it and your drawing and your illustration and stuff like that so i think they're good if you want to meet people that are like you um because obviously you're not necessarily gonna find people with similar hobbies like the girls i lived with um two of them were into like swimming and sports um i don't don't even remember what the other one was into but um (laughs) do you know what i mean so that we weren't like similar sort of thing um yeah and then obviously on the course the things we had in common was the the course so they're good if you want to find people that have a similar hobby as you that you can because mm-hmm. you can kind of then separate it's good to, I suppose to have a few friends that 
aren't on your course that you don't live with because you've got another escape and I, I don't mean escape like you literally want to run away and university is hell because it's not it's great but you've got someone else that you have something in common with that you can yeah. that you can separate from your course your housemates because not everyone gets along you're you're no. shoved in flats with people that you might be completely incompatible with and it might be an absolute nightmare for you so that might be it might be a good thing for you to do is to join a society with something that interests you that isn't your course yeah that's the point yeah so I, th- I think I would have loved to see because obviously I'm a massive you know me I'm a massive sucker for glee massive sucker for glee. Yep. I think I would have if there was a glee if there was a glee society like where we actually like pretended to be like a glee club. I probably would have. There joined. was an acapella. There was an acapella society at one point. I don't know if it was there when you started. I think um, it still was. was. Yeah. Yeah. There were so many. This is the thing that they just kind of invented new ones all the time. Yeah. There was always. And they was got overwhelming, wasn't it? How many there yeah. were. <laughs> Well, you'd go to the Freshers' Fair, wouldn't you? Like the first, you'd have Freshers' Week, and you'd go to these this fair that they'd set up outside the um, outside the student union, and there'd be all these people coming at you with flyers, going, "Join our society! Join our society! Join our society!" And there were so many options that you'd come away like, "Fucking hell! How do I choose? How do I choose?" And I mean, you don't have to yeah. join. No, this just it, it is fun. Yeah. You, meet, you, meet, you meet other people that you don't live with and don't go to class with so yeah campus is so good. big like, I don't know how many students are at De Montfort there is hundreds of thousands tens of thousands yeah. do you know what I mean maybe not hundreds of thousands a bit dramatic <laughs> but um, you know I mean there's tens of thousands of, of students we're all this like a similar age there's like a few years between us all so yeah. there's gonna be someone or something there that you are gonna kind of relate to yeah and you're, you're, you you find I think you, you find your people you know yeah you really you do your, you find your people it's a bit like that Harry Potter scene in um, Philosopher's Stone where he's like I can tell my own I can tell the wrong sort for my, for my own thanks you know where he's like it's, it's it is that moment that you know it's about you know it's all one and good joining societies so. Mm. Well, not many societies, but you do find your own crowd when yeah. You know, yeah. Don't don't try and force it. You know, you do kind of settle it settle in with your kind of people. Like I know yeah. obviously, you know, our, me and obviously me and Megan are, re- are like absolute best friends because of uni and that's because we fuck we you know, we just fuck with each other, you know. Excuse really me? Not in that <laughs> way. Um, but, I know I'm playing. But like you know, we like we came together on our own. We didn't actively see each other out. Sorry. <laughs> My God, I'm just becoming. My head's so far in the. <laughs> so listeners, uh, we've lost Megan again. She's not here. Mentally touched out. <laughs> no, but like even then, even then, like when me and you met at our interview, Kirsty. Like if mm. I hadn't deferred, I known that we we'd be in the exact same spaces. Yeah, but well, we would have been put together, wouldn't we? But yeah. but this is it. We we still came together like the year after when you started. Yeah. And it's been what year is it? Twenty twenty one. So it's been twenty twenty one. 
five years now five years gosh that's gone quick but do you know what I mean like you 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 find your people but it's absolutely okay to not get along with everyone not everyone is going to like you you're not at university to find your best friend to find your soulmate you're not there for that but it helps when you do find your people it makes your experience 10 times better and yeah yeah, okay you know not everyone has the greatest time and you're going to fall out with people and you're Mm going to have problems it's inevitable someone's going to do something but when you do find those select people that make your experience they'll make your experience better yeah they'll be there for you yeah and I think that's really important is to have a couple of people that will help you in any way that and vice versa it's really important to have that support especially when you are a million miles from home I mean what was I if I was in Leicester I was about 80 miles from home it wasn't it wasn't far but I couldn't just pop home to see my best friend or my boyfriend or my mum do you know what I mean I had to plan that to to come home so it's really important to have people there that that you trust Mm -hmm. to help you out because it can be a really lonely experience otherwise it can be and then it's not fun yeah and then it gets to be fun yeah (laughs) and it's yeah I think the biggest biggest takeaway is that you know remember that you are not alone yeah ever although you might feel alone at any point during your studies you are not alone there are people out there to help who are going through the same thing and yeah it's I wouldn't I would say although it's probably one of the best experiences of my life it was easily the hardest yeah yeah you know and it teaches you a lot yeah it it teaches you a lot and it also demands a lot of you as a person you know you you finally realize like you, you know you do a lot of growing up even in just one year you do a hell of a lot of growing up and I and although I, I know I'm a massive child at heart and you know I'm probably one of the most immature people on the planet you know like I still laugh when people fart but you know at the same time, they let you loose what I know right <laughs> but oh, no. like it's you know you you might not grow up a lot in terms of maturity but you do grow up a lot in terms of experience and you do get a lot out of being depressed yeah. and financially dependent on the on the government for three years you know yeah that's that, that, is that. <laughs> that. have we got anything else to add i'm i feel like i've just rambled on for an hour and a half no i think we we got a little bit deep there didn't we yeah we did yeah <laughs> but it needs to be i think uni is a deep experience it's not something you can you can do standing uh no you can do that lying down no definitely no. not you have to you, you just kind of have to roll with it though don't you i mean it is it is what it is you know yeah. i didn't go to university expecting it to be easy i knew it was going to be really fucking hard yeah but what i what i wasn't expecting is the the, the shit that happened that wasn't anything to do with my course really interrupted what happens in your personal life 
I mean, take last year mm. as an example. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wasn't expecting any of that to happen whilst I'm just trying to do my masters and yeah, and do me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Megan, <laughs> yeah. it, to see your fluffy oh. mind just. <laughs> well, well, I'm I mean, trying to behave. It's really I difficult. <laughs> I don't know. You can't take it. You can't take it lightly. No. But you just can't have to. Be it's difficult. Because, when... You know. Sorry, I feel like I've just interrupted. I'm sorry. No, come on. We're all just talking at each other today. It's fine. <laughs> but I, th- I think you know. Be there because you want to be, not because mm-hmm. you feel like you have to be. You know. Yeah. Don't go. Don't go there because you know, like Boris down the street is going to. You know, go because you want to develop yourself. It's not for everyone, like Kirsty said. It's not an easy ride, but the benefits on the other end far outweigh the negatives going going in. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and not even just the, you know, not even just the degree at the end of it. The life experience that everyone now has. If I hadn't have gone to university and moved away, f- like from my family home, I wouldn't understand yeah. how to pay bills how to set up like paying the paying the gas paying the water yeah. things like that that obviously now I can do it but yeah. that's only because I did it all then I had to learn how to like, as you said budgeting you know making sure the amount of times Liz would say to me have you eaten some green vegetables today because you have to look <laughs> after yourself yeah. but you don't yeah. think about these things and now, because of it, I I like to think that I'm fiercely independent. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know how to hold my shit. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. can look yeah. after myself. And I have university to thank for that because, yeah, okay, I had help. I'm not saying I did it all on my own, but you have to figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. it's made yeah. me a better person now. And it's made me who I am. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It is, you know, it's, it is a journey and one of the best but most stressful journeys I think anybody could go through. And, yeah. you know, like I can, I can completely agree with Kirsty. Like before going, I thought of myself as independent anyway, but I was proven completely wrong. And it's taught me so much that even in just life experience alone, literally I can... You know, I, I can hold my hands up and say, I, I now know how to deal with certain things that I didn't know how to deal with before, both, you know, yes. like in terms of being an adult and like mental health or physical health, because like you said, you have to take care of yourself. If you don't, <laughs> then how in the hell are you going to get through it? If you don't, exactly. you can't just live off pot noodle, although you can probably have massive coronary, yeah. coronary problems later on in life, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to end with this. Are you ready? It's yeah. it's a meme very close to my heart. People send me this all the time, and it's university is easy. It's like riding a bike. If the bike was on fire and the ground was on fire and everything yeah. was on fire, because you're in hell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that perfectly describes you know, Literally, I think I think we should leave it. Summed it up. That. Summed Just, it up. Mike. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but. I, th- I think I think we that's perfect note to end on. 
and this was fun this was fun and it and i feel i hope that we've been of some help to our listeners if you are thinking about going to uni or have been through uni don't be afraid to let us know give us some of your experiences some of your advice that you would give to new people or people who are thinking about going and because everybody has a different experience everybody thinks of it a different way some people obviously we we've all done art degrees and created like creative heavily creative courses so mm, that means yeah. you know our experience is somebody who's done a law degree our experience is some, complete, something completely different to somebody who's doing a nursing degree or a science degree or a maths degree who would ever do a maths degree though ill <laughs> but oh no and some people i think we've kind of played it down but some people might have the absolute time of their lives and that is fab i'm happy for them jealous i'm happy for happy for (laughs) yeah i totally agree but thank you kirsty for joining us it's okay this has been really fun we'll do it again we'll think of something else to talk shit about yeah (laughs) don't you worry well see we are we are doing we are planning for our season three so listeners be prepared that is coming in (laughs) the inevitable future so well you haven't heard the last of Kirsty yet don't you worry absolutely not as long as I make (laughs) art I'll be on this podcast talking about besides (laughs) guys 2031 watch out my artwork's going to be on the moon exactly (laughs) you heard it here first listeners but you heard it here first thank you again for joining us and and hopefully everyone has a good good week stay safe wear a mask get your vaccine do your shit this has been tea time with me charlie me megan and our very special guest kirsty